Satnam, my loves. Welcome to this episode of the Joe Yoga Life Diaries. So children's mental health, it's a huge topic at the moment. Well, I think always and everyone's mental health, it should be, you know, a really, really, really important subject. And working with children as I do in a yoga and mindfulness sense, I come across many children who are suffering some kind of anxiety or even not, you know, children who are perfectly, who are grounded, who are coping with the ups and downs really, really well, but they still need to have a certain amount of self-care with regards to mental health. And as parents, this is something that um, fills our minds quite a lot, isn't it? We're thinking, are they having too much screen time? Are they having... um, healthy friendships, healthy relationships, do is there things I need to know, is there something else I should be doing as a parent, etc, etc, etc. We're judging ourselves continuously uh, and also judging our children and their mental, their state of mental health. And so what I'm going to share with you today, apart from just like opening up a really lovely and honest discussion about this, is also some little tips and tools that you can use to assist your child in their mental health um, and be able to support them in any situation. And also this is kind of like an insurance thing as well. So you don't want to be waiting until your child is not good before you actually do something, okay? You want to, this is something you want to try and get in the framework and in the kind of the custom formula of your household and your relationship with your children as early as possible um and my first caveat i'm going to say is that please approach this with absolutely no judgment whatsoever no judgment on yourself and no judgment on your children okay we are all learning all of the time different ways of coping in different situations every day throws up something new that we may or may not have dealt with before and even if we have dealt with a situation before this time we will deal with it differently to how we did before so every situation every day is new and therefore we get rid of the judgment because we deal with every situation as we find it that day and as you move into this and as you move into looking at yourself and your child objectively a little bit more and understanding where they're coming from a bit more and trying to integrate new ways of being to help them keep their mental health really, really good. Lose any kind of expectation on that and just see each other as human beings navigating this journey, this life, and all of these emotions that we are going through and experiencing. And I want you to know that every single emotion that you or your child ever feels is completely valid. One of the things I see sometimes, I'm sad to say, is when a child is nervous or upset or worried about something, which we may or may not understand to be a worrying thing, Sometimes they are met with, don't be silly, you know you can do that, or there's no need to, why are you worrying about that? That's nothing to worry about. But you yourself, you have worries and you have doubts, and and I do, I have worries and I have doubts about things that I'm undertaking, and I understand that my reasonable mind knows that I don't need to worry about that, but I'm still worrying about it. My body is still having that emotional response. And so 
any kind of emotional response that your child experiences or thought they have is valid and is okay and they should never ever be felt made to feel that their thoughts emotions or fears are not valid and not okay and they should never ever feel silly or be told that they are silly for feeling that because as human beings we are lucky that we get these emotions we're lucky that we experience these and we experience emotions that are not just about survival and the fight or flight um reflex we experience emotions of love and joy and peace and fear and nervousness and happiness and you know such a massive range of emotions that we are lucky enough to experience and so every single one of them is a joy and we are lucky to have even those ones that feel a little bit icky okay so that being said no judgment glad you're here glad you're listening and let's move on with four ways that you can support your child in maintaining good mental health and the first one is to look at yourself first how is your mental health I want you to model good mental health and that means working on your mindset keeping a positive mindset or being aware of times when you might be going down that rabbit hole of negativity. Are you going down the wormhole of social media comparison? Are you watching the news and getting sucked in by all of the negativity? So be very aware of what you are modeling to your child. Life is quite uneventful in the large part. But once you get switched the news on and once you look at the world as a really, really huge existence and you see obviously everything that is broadcast is negative, or tends to be negative, we start to lose sight of what's actually happening in our own life and our own situation. So I want you to be really aware of your situation and what you are modeling. Are you spending hours on social media and are you posting on social media? What are you posting? And be careful about what you're posting because your child or your children's friends may or may not see it, but it is there for eternity. So, you know, be careful of what you're modeling and that will lead you to look after your mental health as well. You need to be in a really good, healthy mental state. If you're having a bad time or you're having a down day, which we all have, they're okay. We, we expect those. But when you are, you're not going to be in the greatest way to deal with your child if they have a bad day as well. Um, unless, you know, you just end up having a good old cry together. And that can also be quite therapeutic. But I do want you to take notice of your mental health and what can you do to keep yourself healthy. And as I give you these extra few tips coming up, you'll probably be able to take those on as well to ensure that your mental health is good. Tip number two, be open and encourage open conversation. Now you're, if you've got a teenager, they are more than entitled to their own privacy. Absolutely. And that's fine. But they, if they know that they can come to you if and when they need to, and that, that you are always there as their safety net, as the redwood tree in the forest, stalwart, always there, always there to comfort. That's all they need. As teenagers, they need to know that you are their safe place. You are their non-judgmental sounding board. So if they 
need to let something off their chest or something that has upset them and they want to talk to you about it, give them that time, give them that space and let them talk and listen. You don't have to be there with all the answers. They're here to live their own life and walk their own path. You can't save them from being hurt. You can't save them from going through some shit stuff. But what you can do is be their listener. You can be their place of comfort. You can be the place that they can come to and have a cuddle and know that they're not going to be judged, that they are safe, and that they can offload whatever's upsetting them in a safe environment. We always, well, try to always, have an evening meal together at the table. And if I'm honest, it happens four or five times a week, maybe less in the summer because we might be out more in the evenings. And But we, as a family, we have our evening meals together around the table. And it's a time to say, you know, what did you do today? How was your day? What happened? And it's at these times that things might come up, that something, and, and parents are like, it's not just for the children to share, it's also for the parents to share as well, the adults to share. And it's good for the children to hear stuff that adults are dealing with, stuff that adults are going through. Um, because this is life, you know, life is gritty. Life is not all love and light as we might wish it was you know life is tough and we have to deal with emotions and we have to deal with stuff and so having that evening meal together or that safe environment where it's not too in your face it's not too pressured you're eating dinner you're chatting you're laughing you're joking and you can also just chat about stuff and that's when you might find stuff come up so always be open for and available for open conversation The third tip is gratitude and gratitude is something I've been doing now for a long time but daily I've been doing it now for a year every day and it might involve me sitting and listing 10 things I'm grateful for and why or it might involve me sitting for a few minutes and doing a little mental gratitude list and this is something that's really powerful not just for you to do but for our children to do as well because they are not always aware of everything that they have going for them and I'm not saying that they need to feel you know lucky or spoiled or anything like that but they do need to be aware of just what they have and have that sense of gratitude for it and be grateful and one thing my son does always without fail is when he's had his tea he thanks whoever it was who made it um, or prepared it and um, it's just little things like that that just learning to understand that even on their bad days on days when things aren't going so well or they're not feeling good hormones are going crazy if they're able to sit down and list five things they're grateful for and it doesn't have to be you know peace or things like that it can be the material stuff I've got every right to be grateful for the clothes and our wardrobe we've got every right to be grateful for uh, fantastic tvs you know we're not here to tell the children what to be grateful for but teach them how to be grateful for the things that they are pleased they have that they are thankful for so a gratitude list is a really really good easy little tip to help with mental health and you can get some really cool funky little diaries and gratitude journals for children now that are designed um, and directed at children so they're a great thing to get and 
the last thing I'm going to share with you about how to help your children with their mental health is meditation. Now, before you switch off and before you go, no way, no way, no way, Joe, that's crazy. Um, you don't need to be scared of meditation or worried about it. And you don't even have to practice it yourself, but you can start. And I'm not talking about sitting in silence with a clear mind because that is impossible. What I'm talking about is maybe some quiet time or maybe some time chanting, just zoning out from every day and connecting back to the self and connecting back to the body and understanding how you feel and how your emotions are that day. Now, if I teach children meditation all the time, um, it doesn't have to be frightening. It doesn't have to be like the holy grail of peace. It is a simple practice that can easily be incorporated into your day and into your child's day. Now, if you want to learn anything more about uh, teaching children meditation, I do have the children from the excuse me the mindfulness for children project which is a course that I set up I used to run daily events for parents and teachers and educational facilitators to share mindfulness and meditation with children it's now online so you can just go to the link I'll put it in the show notes and you can learn there how to share meditation with children but also how to learn it for yourself and it's a lot easier than you think and you get all of the tools you get the chance that you can use you get the music um, support that you can use and it's like I say it's not about just sitting with no mind it's about maybe taking five minutes to chant or taking three minutes to do a breath practice that is the meditation I'm talking about and how easily you can start to fit it into your life and into your child's life on a daily basis and I promise you it will massively massively improve any tears that might be coming up in the psyche or in the mental health of you and your children so that's joyogaforchildren.realjoyoga.com and I'll put the notes down in the show notes for you so my main points I want you to take away today is that don't worry about um, teaching your children good mental health practice. Just by doing any one of these four things will really, really help. It doesn't have to be anything scary. It doesn't have to be a mountain you feel you have to climb. It is just little things that can really help. And I am always here to support anybody. You can just email me or contact me on any of the social media platforms. I'll link them, but in the show notes, anytime you can just reach out and I will always help where I can. And so look after your own mental health, model the way, encourage open conversation amongst you and your children practice a gratitude practice or begin a meditation practice all four if you feel really super smashing today but or just take one of them thank you so much for listening I really appreciate it I'm ever grateful for all of my listeners and like I say reach out if you need me at all I'm always here to support and help with all my love see you next time <laughs>